Hello, my friend. This is Clyde. It shall be well. We're reading from 2 Kings 4 and verse 23, which says, So he said, Why are you going to him today? It is neither the new moon nor the Sabbath. And she said, It is well. On any given day, you can turn your TV off and pick up your Bible, the most fascinating collection of writings. You will find drama, tragedy, miracles, hope, tough talk, stories. But whatever you find, you can trust me on this one. It is the singularly most secured book to ever read. It is clear and specific, just the roadmap you need as you navigate through life and prepare for the life hereafter. I'm looking at one of the most gripping stories from which this text is taken. Let me state something from the outset. You are bound to meet upon some tough experiences, ones that you would never have imagined and come to shake your world. You know some experiences that are devastating and just downright terrible. You need a security, a place that you can go to when those unexpected happen. Otherwise, you will not make it. The main character in this intriguing drama is a woman, a wife, a mother, someone of undiluted faith. She has no name, but we know that she's rich. And at the beginning of the story, we know she has no children. Through the course of events, she and her husband have found a friend in a prophet, Elisha, and they provide him with bed and breakfast whenever he's in town. No charge. One day, he offered to repay her for her kindness, and his servant pointed out that they have no children. The prophet spoke over her life that 12 months to the date, she will hold a son in her arms. Please don't mess with me, man of God. Don't build my hopes up. It happened as promised. Time passed, as happens in a good TV drama. And the son was out in the field with his father one day, and when he fell sick and later died on his mother's lap. What would you expect? This rich woman did not plunge into mourning. Mm -mm. She carefully took the boy, the promised son, to the room reserved for the prophet and laid the dead boy on the bed of the man of God, then shut the door and went out. Rewind. Woman. Tragedies just struck your house. Your only son has died in your arms. This gift from God has now been taken away and you are as calm as that? How can God do that? How can I be going along in my life and suddenly disaster strikes? I lose my job. My marriage ends due to infidelity. My savings has been wiped out. I just lost my closest friend. My only child dies in a motor vehicle accident. I did not sign up for this experience. I'm here serving God, doing right in the community, and this horrible thing has visited me. It's a new year, and I dream of a great year. Things are going well for me so far, and then something comes to rock my world, and I'm left dumbstruck. What on earth do I do, and where do I go? Some folks handle tragedy as expected. They are sad, they cry, they are withdrawn, they are depressed, they wish they could go to sleep and never wake up from this nightmare. Some people even commit suicide. This woman did not do any of that. She announced that she is going to visit the prophet. Why would you do that? What's going on? Is something wrong? Her husband wanted to know. People in your life want to know why are you so calm? Why are you praying at this time? This woman, whose only child just died in her arms had one answer it shall be well 
She doesn't tell her husband the bad news. She doesn't give him a clue. She simply says, it shall be well. In other words, you cannot help me right now. I have to go to the man who gave me this blessing. And now that my blessing has been ripped out of my life, I am going to see him. Trust me on this one. I know what I'm doing. I know what to do. I'm turning to God because I know when I do, it shall be well. Let's hang out with her while the TV's on pause. You did not apply for this job. You did not go searching for this marriage. You were minding your business when God blessed you with a job that pays six figures, with a wonderful marriage, with an unexpected blessing. You're doing well. And then in a flash, it all evaporates. This woman is saying, don't panic. Don't curse God and die. Don't fall on the floor and wish you were dead. She says, it shall be well. Is she in denial? Rather, she has never been more clear of her next move. Her calm is her undiluted faith and confidence that Elisha can fix this, that God can fix this, that God can restore to her what the devil has stolen. It shall be well. She found Elisha. Did I ask you for a son, my Lord? Didn't I tell you don't raise my hope? When you put it like that, God hears your cry. She never said, my son is dead. She simply took Elisha back to the day he prophesied a son into her life. I was fine then, and now that it has come to this, I expect to be fine. Elisha went, and he brought the dead boy back to life. When you have a crisis, an unexpected disaster, find the courage to say, it shall be well. You could do what everyone else expects you to do. You could do what Mrs. Job said, curse God and die. But is that the best thing? In this season of your life, should disaster strike, find your faith in the one who gives and the one who takes away. If he takes away, he can give again. Look at your situation and rather than see the end of your world, see restoration, see hope, see recovery, see that it shall be well.